I V M. So welcome to another week on IVM. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This week on Simplified in a Shorty, Narendra and Shrikat simplify the phenomena of near-death experiences with interesting cases and scientific theories. On Prakati, Pavan and Hamsani are joined by economic policy expert Yazad Jal to discuss negative and positive rights. On the scene and the unseen, Amit Verma is joined by stand-up comedian Aditi Mittal and our production controller Swati to discuss misogyny and popular culture. On Puliyabazi, Saurabh and Pranay speak to Shruti Rajgopalan about the meaning and importance of property rights in India. This week on Shunya One, we have Suchita Salman, founder and CEO of LBP, a local recommendations platform striving to discover all things new and old. On Hustle Science, Ranveer and Tejaswin speak to their buddy, tech entrepreneur and founder of Hello Inc., Angad Nathkarni, to understand his coding craze and a lot more about his stories. And now, on to your shows. Folks, welcome to Paisa Vaisa, your podcast on personal finance. I'm your host, Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter. Now, regular listeners of the show would know that we've done tons and tons of uh, special series on uh, on equities and SIPs and mutual funds and stuff like that. But guess what? You know, when you look at the overall savings in India, uh, traditionally, we've been so obsessed with real estate and gold, you know, because we love to see our assets. We love fixed income. We don't like risk that much. But this concept of fixed income, which is why you invest in real estate, right? Because as uh, probably as the perception goes, real estate never falls in value or gold. It's great in inflation and over the long term and stuff like that. Or fixed deposit. Remember that trustable, that very trustworthy fallback support that all of us love, the, the, the fixed deposit. Okay. I've got a series on an entirely new product for the podcast but one of the oldest products in investments in india what we call fixed income okay now this includes a whole lot of stuff it includes everything from fixed deposits to debt mutual funds and believe me within debt mutual funds there's a whole lot of stuff out there from government securities to liquid funds a lot of things out there now why is this important for you it's important for you to understand fixed income because it's a very important part of your portfolio. So whenever you're doing any financial planning with your financial planner or yourself, somewhere or the other, you'll have this in your mind that maybe you want to allocate some part of your savings to a fixed income fund, you know, or let's say um, you've got a bonus or you've got a raise and suddenly you've got lots of money. Now you can't put all of that in the equity market, right? Because the Nifty is at 10,700. It's already been up for so many years. Where would you park it temporarily? Okay you probably pack it in a debt mutual fund. So anyway, there's a lot of utilities for the fixed income market. It's also not easily understood. So to explain this entire fixed income uh, market, fixed income investments, I've got not one, but two guests. Okay. And this is really a special episode because honestly, it's not very often that you get heads of products and CIOs on our show and that also from competing mutual funds. But honestly, these guys are totally cool. They are on Twitter. They're very active. And it is my honor to introduce R. Sivakumar, who is the head fixed income at Axis Mutual Fund and Lakshmi Ayer, who is a CIO debt and head products at Kotak Mutual Fund. Guys, welcome to my show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you also for braving the rains. Folks, it's uh, today is like really heavy rains outside and I really appreciate the fact that both our guests have come in. Also, a small uh, thanks go to Twitter user Rock Desi, okay, who had recommended both the guests on my show. Thanks for the idea. Guys, just let's let's start with an intro, okay? Your backgrounds, your profile and how you guys landed up coming on 
to the debt income market you know because mbas and all that are fascinated with equities sabko stock market mein kaam karna hai and analyst banna hai ya fund manager okay you guys are fund managers but tell us about yourselves all right so i got into this industry surprisingly enough in equities as an okay. equities analyst mm-hmm. which is typically how you get um, hired out of uh, b school uh, but a couple of years later i figured i'm much better at doing uh, economics and macro and uh, drifted my way into uh, managing uh, fixed income and yeah now that's that's what i've been doing and uh, for for many many years you've um, been with access well I, i've been with access since we started in 2009 so okay. yeah fantastic lakshmi So I uh, joined this firm called Credence Analytics mm-hmm. about uh, uh, in '97. Mm-hmm. Worked there for about two years, where I researched the bond markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not very stylish then to really research bond markets. Even then, yep. um, <clears throat> I got into a little bit of uh, programming, that is software programming. So I tried to marry the uh, uh, the data, which is uh, the information available in markets, uh, mm-hmm. with software, mm-hmm. and that's how I got into Kotak in '99. Uh, so I've been with the firm now for about. about uh, 17 years my god that's a long time yeah that's okay. a long time mm-hmm. and uh, uh, of course uh, you know you need to keep something which you uh, uh, keep looking forward to because markets can be very mundane markets can be mm-hmm. very boring so i have uh, uh, three f's that define me which yeah. is uh, finance mm-hmm. uh, film and food in that order nice. so i'm a foodie filmy and of course a finance geek favorite food place in mumbai food place so many, so many of them so many but uh, swati i love swati oh, yeah. and that's all i love sardar pav bhaji but not in the rains located nearby no uh, located in uh, tardev uh, swati is also in tardev uh, swati is also in tardev but uh, now they have one in arvin point too oh okay yeah so when you do meetings you have some incentive so right puri yeah yeah of yeah, course yeah, now we are talking <laughs> okay favorite movies if any favorite movies is three idiots uh-huh. and uh, that's that's one of my uh, personal favorites right. uh, and of course uh, Uh, I I like all genre of movies so I think uh, and I draw uh, the latest one that I saw was this uh, Tollywood movie called Kala Rajnikanth Oh man that I, must I, have been a blockbuster I I don't think so if you oh, okay. but but yeah it's okay it's it's a watch it's it's something which huh. you want to uh, watch after you've had like a very huh. mundane day at work the detox kind of thing Absolute <laughs> so so movies are my detox yes Seva, films movies music anything come on Oh, I'm one of uh, those podcast commute listeners, my and uh, okay. yeah, that's that's a lot of my downtime. Um, I read a lot. Uh-huh. I'm not so much of a movies uh, person myself, okay. but yeah, okay. music a lot of music. Um, Fantastic, folks. Let uh, guys let me let me get in. What is fixed income? Seriously, I mean, you know, it sounds like such a mundane thing. Fixed income. It gives the impression that. Uh, एक साल में इतना पैसा बनेगा पक्का अनलाइक इक्विटीज वेयर भगवान जाने क्या है ऑफकोर्स देर आर बुल्स आउट एयर बिलीव इक्विटीज विल गो ऑन फॉर एवर लेट स्टार्ट विद दैट ओके लेट्स स्टार्ट विद What does fixed income mean, and you know what products we're talking about out here? Well, I think uh, the contrast to equity is a real way to understand fixed income. Equity is basically nothing but the residual value of a company, which is mm. to say that once if you take a value of a company and mm. remove its loans and other borrowings, what is left is equity. That's the right. residual value. If you look at the company's loan value, that's mm. fixed income. That's right. is it. A company is funded either through stock, which is equity, or through borrowings which is fixed income and right. and therefore fixed income is basically anything which gives you a more steady stream of income okay uh, rather than the uncertain residual value right. that's that's the that's the shall we say a core way of explaining it but even in simple terms it's things like fixed deposits and hmm. bonds hmm. Uh, anything that pays you a regular interest is fixed income okay and you think indians typically um, psychologically have been tuned that way you know because i don't know uh, 
I think that if I look at the split of AUMs or if I look at the split of uh, household savings in India, for example, household savings, I think, is still primarily physical versus financial. And I believe that mutual fund uh, AUMs by split is still predominantly debt, although I'm sure that equity has come a long way since then. Uh, no, actually. So if you look at, you're right, when it comes to individual savings, it, mm-hmm. there is a lot of physical assets, although right. that proportion has decreased in the last five or six years. Okay. Uh, but within financial savings, hmm. uh, which is a part of the world we operate in, hmm. uh, it is still predominantly fixed income. Now, that could be your PPF, that ah. could be your FDs, right. that could be certain kind of insurance policies which have a certain uh, fixed like uh, annuities and so on and so forth. So that still is a large part of your overall savings. And equity is still a relatively small part. Mm-hmm. But within mutual funds, we see the opposite. So when you strip out the corporate money in mutual funds and look at individual savings in mutual funds, right. I think 70% plus is equity. So it's very interesting mm-hmm. that when you look at your overall pot of savings, mm-hmm. it is probably 60, 70, 80% fixed income. Mm-hmm. But within mutual funds, it's 60, 70, 80% equity. So yes. it's just uh, my ex-boss used to say, uh, mutual funds uh, are the girlfriend you will not marry. <laughs> you will you want it for that quick excitement, yeah. the fast returns, yeah. but you know, uh, it's not one that you want to sort of yeah. stick to. When you want to stick to something, then you go and put money in an FD. In an FD. Lakshmi, why is fixed income boring? You, you said mundane. I, and I get what you say, right? If I switch on CNBC in the morning, there are no headlines that say interest rate so-and-so, bond yield so-and-so. Today, this is what's happening uh, on the RBI. People just start with the market. 9 o'clock, pre-open, 9.15, open, etc., etc. Quarterly results, so much inequity. You think Fixed income is boring or mundane? <laughs> no, see, sensex and yeah. sensation go together, right? But <laughs> okay. there is nothing like that in fixed income. In fact, the only thing which is uh, fixed about fixed income is unfixed nature. Oh my God. Okay. And why do I say that is because, uh, and again, to give you an analogy, uh, uh, and why is it mundane? Because hmm. uh, fixed income is like nimbu pani. <laughs> Okay. If you have it, no kick, okay? Yeah. Whereas um, uh, equities is more like Red Bull. You, oh. get, you get a kick. It's like the extra energy. The analogies <laughs> are just getting me in a tizzy out there. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, and yeah. I've not even got into alcohol examples <laughs> by now. So, you know, so okay. I think that's, that's where the difference is. And... Mm. Um, uh, more importantly, uh, so when I again to take, give you this analogy, fixed income is more for stability, as Shiva mm. also rightly mentioned. So that's your nimupani. Mm. And carbs or uh, Red Bull is when you have some extra, you need some extra energy mm. or some extra power doses booster to your portfolio. Mm. The only thing uh, why people find it mundane or it is perceived mm-hmm. is because of lack of adequate understanding. Mm-hmm. Ab, mm-hmm. I can say with high degree of certainty that even if you have a cold, it's mm-hmm. not bad. And Correct. that's exactly what is fixed income. Correct. Very few people are aware that fixed income is like uh, Bata all season footwear. Sure. Yani, bhi market scenario mein, if you want, uh, uh, you know, and I'm without going into strategies, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you want, uh, like, din ka paisa lagana hai, hmm. show me one strategy in equity, but show me strategies in fixed income, I can give you a liquid fund. Right, okay. Show me three years strategy. I want hmm. to put money for three years. Hmm. You have strategies in fixed income. Hmm. So one day to thousand day to hundred day to hmm. whatever hmm. hours money, everything is possible in fixed income, which is why I call it the all seasons strategy. Yeah. Lesser understood, but it's okay. The, you know, the uh, beauty is as you unravel things in a gradual manner, hmm. uh, that's when, so 
लाइक एज आई सेड यू नो अगर इफ यू गो टू कैलकटा इफ समी फ्रॉम कैलकटा इफ यू हैव शिकंजी इफ यू हैव थम्स अप विद शिकंजी मसाला इट्स अ वेरी डिफरेंट सो हैविंग थम्स अप नीट वी जी हैविंग थम्स अप विद शिकंजी इज अ वेरी डिफरेंट एक्सपीरियंस सो आई थिंक दैट इज वॉट आई मीन बाई फिक्स इन कम एंड देर इट्स इट्स नॉट रियली मंदिर मंदिर इज फॉर मनी मैनेजर्स लाइक अज बिकॉज वी ट्राइंग टू ग्रैपल विद मल्टीपल इशूज वाइल देर इज डायनेमिजम देर इज दैट इंसिडेंस ऑफ मंडे इन मार्केट मूवमेंट्स इन अ फ्यू डेज दैट्स दी ओनली थिंग बट फॉर एन investor hmm. who seeks to gain access to fixed income hmm. uh, i think uh, there is a lot of rangilapan okay. is what i would say i'm going to throw in my own analogy here uh, shiva and since you you know you've been in uh, in uh, in equities uh, for a brief part you know i would like to think as fixed income honestly as a big brother in the house okay because i think that equities would probably depend on a few scenarios or a few outcomes or a few things in the environment and i think fixed income ha- encompasses all of them okay anything changes in the economy fixed income reacts first anything changes in interest rates fixed income reacts first the budget is another fantastic example right the markets and you know they keep on obsessing upon fiscal deficit and stuff like that but there are a lot of triggers that the equity market can take from the bond market or from the broader debt market okay for example right now the 10 year yield is at 8% not particularly a good scenario for equities How do you think about that? You know about the analogy of say fixed income really being a much bigger, broader spectrum as compared to the equity market. I know absolutely right. And if you see the equities, is the, the single driving factor is the performance of that company. Hmm. Uh, hmm. The financial performance of the company drives the stock. Uh, of course, near term you have sentiment and other yeah. factors, but hmm. over time that's really what drives. In in fixed income or in uh, what happens is it's not just the company factors, hmm. but also the macroeconomic factors like hmm. inflation or interest rates or, or government policy, etc. And they tend to drive equities a lot less, hmm. and they but they try to they drive fixed income a lot more. Now that's just not to say that the company specific mat, uh, issues don't matter. If I buy a bond of a particular company, as we have seen in the recent cases with all these NPAs and hmm. IBCs, hmm. and we have a lot of these uh, beautiful acronyms floating around hmm. the the world. Hmm. Uh, you, if you don't get those company calls wrong you can end up with a defaulted bond so you yeah. have to you have to have company knowledge as much as you, the work needed is as much as you will do in an equity research mm. but a lot of driving factors is uh, is, is actually a lot of these uh, uh, macroeconomic factors also so i think uh, i think that's important and of course there are certain segments like government securities where mm. there is no equity i mean it's Correct. it's purely Correct. bonds i mean that's the only way to play that part of the economy okay um i'm going to throw up this to both of you you can split it whichever way you want um what are the really important terms that are there in fixed income and you know here i'm talking generic could be a fixed deposit could be debt mutual fund whatever it is that our listeners should really know about okay let's talk about a few of these terms what do they mean just start off seva so i will start first with uh, ratings credit ratings okay. so when you look at uh you know when you look at an rate there's no rating for equities except some brokerage will say buy, buy sell, sell that's it that's it, right? it yeah. that's it but when it comes to fixed income you have specific ratings what does mm. a triple a mean or what a double a means or mm. a single a means and this is assigned by rating agencies which are uh, uh, licensed by sebi to do that and essentially what that does is kind of gives you a signal about the quality of that bond so okay. a triple a means it's a highest quality right. and double a is the next and so on and so mm. forth right mm. so what also that means is that If you take more risk, hmm. so you're going from a triple A to a single A, hmm. you need to get higher yield for that, or higher return for that. So right. it's also a signal about how much return you should expect. Hmm. So, uh, so a quick way when you're looking at a bond is what is its rating? If hmm. it's a triple A rated bond, okay, I'm willing to take a little bit less hmm. from it because I know my money is safe. Okay. But if I go to a triple B rated 
then I need a lot more to get into that particular sure. bond. So that's the first, first one I will take. Lakshmi? Three key things which investors uh, need to keep in mind when mm-hmm. they're investing in fixed income is uh, there is uh, an interest rate risk, mm-hmm. uh, there is a liquidity risk, mm-hmm. and of course, as Shiva mentioned, there's a credit risk. Sure. So these are the three things. So credit risk, of course, uh, addressed by broadly looking at the rating profile mm-hmm. of the individual security and of course, the overall portfolio. Yeah. Interest rate risk, um, very, very broad concept, but mm. of course, uh, you know, you need to track the various uh, uh, parameters like you rightly mentioned. The monetary policy yeah. is one such parameter mm-hmm. and uh, liquidity risk. Okay. Now, unlike equity markets, uh, bond markets in the secondary market mm. are not very, very liquid. Mm. So, which is why when you decide to buy a bond, mm. uh, which is a fixed income bond mm-hmm. uh, versus buying a fixed income mutual fund, mm-hmm. The liquidity parameter is of, you know, critical, uh, I would say, relevance at that point in time because mutual funds mm. uh, in fixed income, uh, for especially, offer daily liquidity in the okay. open-ended side. Okay. Closed-ended, of course, there's no exit. So, these are the three key things which investors need to bear in mind. Um, and within that, of course, there are many terminologies, sure, but sure, these sure. are the broad three parameters that they have to consider. Okay. Over and above their investment horizon. Okay. I'll just repeat that for, for listeners. There's credit risk, interest rate risk, and liquidity risk. Siva, yep. you're saying? So, I have, when I started in this industry, mm-hmm. I was introduced to this beautiful term called SLR. Now, SLR has technical meanings in RBI parlance, but mm-hmm. SLR for personal in finance is mm-hmm. very simple. Safety, liquidity, yeah. returns. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. That's how, a knockout. Okay. okay. How safe is my investment? Yeah. Can I get it back when I want to? Huh. How much can I make out of it? If you wow. can answer these three huh. right, on any investment, I mean, yeah. that's that's it. I mean, and it's a waterfall also. So yeah. at least my instrument has to be safe. Yeah. I mean, I, I need to get my money back at yeah, the end yeah, of the day, yeah. right? And then the second is liquidity. So there's a trade-off. Mm. If I go for something more illiquid, mm. uh, then I can I need to be compensated for that. Mm. And then the last one, of course, is how much can I make out of it? And yeah. I think, you know, there is this, uh, uh, in a sense, what Lakshmi was trying to say, mm. that you need to keep all of these factors together. It's not just about the yield, mm. but it's also about what are the trade and in fixed income, the trade-off really is about safety and liquidity. Hey, folks, ask that of yourself, okay, whenever you're making, and this applies to any investment. You're going to buy a house, second house, third house, whatever. A lot of people are, are obsessed with real estate. Honestly, I have never uh, figured the, the allure of real estate because the L in SLR goes there. So you said safety, liquidity, and return. All three, I would say, are equally important. And whatever investment, could be Bitcoin, could be real estate, could be gold, could be equity, could be debt mutual fund. I think ask yourself about that. How safe, how liquid, and what returns can you make on them? What else? Um, duration? Anybody wants to take duration? Yeah, sure. I, and basically, duration is a measure of interest rate risk. It kind okay. of tells you that if interest rates were to move up and down, hmm. how much will your bond change in value? Okay. Now, there's something a little funny. When interest rates go up, you expect to make more return, right? Right. Uh, that's that's what you expect. I mean, yeah. IFD. To, if I'm getting today 8% and tomorrow the bank says I'm going to give you 85 it looks, oh, I'm going to make more. Sounds good to me. But what happens is in bond markets, the mm. opposite works. Mm. So if interest rates go up, the bond value actually drops. Mm. It's it's quite funny. I mean, mm. and the way to understand this is that let's assume that I put money into a fixed deposit, which I, let's say for round number's sake, I put it at 7%. Mm. And tomorrow, it's a one-year FD. I put 100, I get 107 at the end of one year. Simple. Mm. Now, tomorrow the bank says the new FD rate is 8%. Mm. So what is your value of your current FD? Because mm. there is a opportunity cost, right? Mm-hmm. I could have waited and I could have bought this at 8% instead of 7%. Another way of looking at it is my old 7% FD is actually now worth 1 rupee less. Right. right. Meaning that same 707 at the right, end of right, one right, year right, is right. now only worth 99. Right. So as interest rates goes up, 
the current value of the bond goes down hmm. the measure of the link between the two hmm. is called duration okay. so okay. a one year okay. bond reacts less than a two year bond than a five year bond okay. so as the longer the tenor of the bond hmm. the more it's sensitive to interest rates great actually before i wrap up the first segment yield to maturity very fancy term okay and it has to do with what seva said about bond wait let me get this right okay bond no wait Bond prices go up, yields go down. Have have I got that right? Yeah, it's a very you, very very funky thing out no, there. No, so there is an inverse correlation. Okay. So again, in the same example, let's assume a bond mm. is priced at hundred rupees, mm. and uh, there are two uh, terminologies you need to remember. Okay. One is the coupon, okay. which is the fixed rate of interest that that particular instrument gives you mm. at periodic intervals. Let's take an example. So ten rupees. Uh, yeah. Of a let's say a tax-free bond of X Y Z. Okay. That's correct. Kutko, Jobi hai. Yeah, Jobi hai. So ten rupees. I'll take a normal. Uh, simpler example so 100 rupees so mathematically i don't have to apply too much of mind okay. on a saturday yeah. so 100 rupees and the uh, instrument is paying a coupon of uh, 10% 10% okay. so which means at the end of one year yeah. assuming i held that instrument i get 100 rupees plus 10 rupees sure. this is uh, so at at the start of the day when i do the trade mm. the coupon is equal to the yield to maturity yes but life is not that simple Correct. as i said we're not uh, you know doing uh, or we're doing a very onerous task so what okay. happens is every day mm. this 100 rupees mm. keeps moving up or down Correct. or remains flat like in equities Correct. okay yeah. based on a host of factors yeah. and which is uh, linked to duration also to some extent which is linked to various macro factors mm. so therefore when the price becomes 100 One rupees, hundred and one rupees. This ten doesn't remain the same ten. Correct. And that yeah. is how th- that's that's so. Which means that if you're paying a higher price, which means the coupon reduces, hmm. or that is what we call in uh, our parlance the right. yield right. or the YTM reduces. Okay. So the coupon and YTM will be equal only if you buy it on day one right. at X coupon. In right. this case, ten rupees or ten percent, right. and hold it on to maturity. Okay. So which is what we tell people that when interest rates are going up, hmm. in the same example. Hmm. I incurred, you know, I did two investments. Hmm. One is an FD, hundred, ten rupees, hmm. and I did a fixed coupon-bearing bond, hundred hmm. rupees, which gives me ten percent at the end of one year. Right. I'm holding this fixed deposit to maturity, hmm. one year. But after three months, hmm. suddenly RBI has decided to be very generous on bond hmm. markets and aggressive rate hikes. Yeah. Okay. okay? Yeah. And the coupon, uh, the interest rates have gone up by one percent. Okay. The value of this bond of mine has hmm. come down from hundred rupees hmm. to ninety nine rupees. Correct. And consecutively, therefore, hmm. because there is a discounting factor, I'm right. not getting into technicalities. Sure. This ten rupees has increased to say ten point five or eleven rupees. Okay. So the same bond which I bought at ten rupees hmm. today, if Shiva goes to buy three months later. Hmm. He's actually getting to buy that bond at eleven percent or ninety nine rupees. Okay. okay. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't trade my fixed deposit, ah, which yeah. is why hmm. investors like my mom and dad will hmm. say that you know what, you don't manage my money well. <laughs> a bank does it better because he's giving me a fixed rate of interest assured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. You know, okay. So, listeners, I'm going to uh, uh, just break this down for you. Let's say that I have a tax free bond that gives me eight percent. Okay, and I bought this at a time when interest rates were very high. In Inflation is very high, and I got eight percent. What happens is that interest rate starts falling. Okay, uh, now would that be a good thing for me or a bad thing for very me? Very good thing. Very for good you. thing for yeah. me. Okay, because I've at a time when a similar tax-free bond is paying six percent, 
you are getting 8% Perfect. believe me that 100 rupees worth that you paid at the time of issue is going to be much higher than 100% absolutely so not only will you make the assured return on your instrument because guess what tax rebate on the sovereign you know triple a rated so you're going to get the interest if you sell it in the market you could get a higher price for your absolutely bond. have i got that right absolutely right Fantastic. so what you have uh, done in effect is because it's a sovereign or a quasi sovereign hmm. you have removed the uh, the credit risk to a large extent hmm. you have availed of the interest rate risk in your favor Correct. because the interest rates have come down, come down. Yeah, and yeah. the price of your security has increased yeah. but folks just remember that's a very generic example i've given absolutely if you're holding a gsec fund things could be different if you're holding an ultra short you know anything uh, other than a tax free bond the implications are going to be different no, but i think the the important thing which huh. listeners need to be aware Please. in fixed income yeah, yeah. is that you can never hmm. in bold and underline lose your capital ah. unless ah. there is a credit default ha okay okay It's this is what you important. were saying for the for the company let's say that i have taken uh, uh ncd or a bond of unitech guess what the company can't even pay its debt anymore right and the company is bankrupt i believe that a lot of the companies which are in liquidation and all that so if you buy a bond so what lakshmi said was that uh whatever happens you're going to get your capital back okay unlike for equity where your capital could also go but even in debt okay if your company is in default there is a risk that you that you could lose your money am i right in that sir absolutely you're absolutely right i think we need to separate the two one is just volatility of price right. so the 100 can become 99 or 101 okay. and so on and so forth it's just a marginal change on account of the change in interest rates hmm. the other is a genuine loss of capital right. because of default so i think credit risk is um what what we kind of look at is like a non linear thing it's not that you okay. can predict upfront you know it's going to happen one day company announces i'm going for liquidation and boom your bonds are pretty much worthless right, right? Uh, but when you but when you look at interest rates yes mm. you you hold it till maturity you'll mm. get your money back yes right. you may see some seesaw volatility along the way but but that's fine okay folks that's a wrap on the first segment of our three part show on fixed income stay tuned for the second part Watch out for the next episode of Pesa Pesa, which is actually going to come out tomorrow. Okay, it's going to be a break from our regular programming because it is a one-off, very, very, very special episode with Deepak Shanoi of Capital Mind. We're going to talk about the crash in mid-cap and small-cap stocks, and most importantly, what you should do when the stock prices have fallen so much. So watch out for that episode. It's going to air tomorrow. It's a one-off special half-hour episode. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision. Did you know that Parsis in Mumbai instead of being left at the tower of silence after they die are now cremated? And why because a cow fell sick in the early 1990s? Did you know that the smog in Delhi is caused by something that farmers in Punjab do and that there's no way to stop them? Did you know that there wasn't one gas tragedy in Bhopal but three one of them was seen but two were unseen did you know that many well intentioned government policies hurt the people they're supposed to help why was demonetization a bad idea how should gst have been implemented why are all our politicians so corrupt when not all of them are bad people i'm amit varma and in my weekly podcast the seen and the unseen I take a shot at answering all these questions and many more. I aim to go beyond the scene and show you the unseen effects of public policy and private action. 
I speak to experts on economics, political philosophy, cognitive neuroscience and constitutional law so that the insights can blow not only my mind but also yours. The Seen and the Unseen releases every Monday. So do check out the archives and follow the show at seenunseen.in. You can also subscribe to The Seen and the Unseen on whatever podcast app you happen to prefer. Long long ago, not in Bethlehem, but in a place nearby, there was a wonderful birth of a huge show which I like to call Cyrus says, a show that encapsulates everything in human history. From the first Homo sapien to the last Homo sapien uh, who's traversed the entire world and then come back to India. This is a show which tells you everything about everything. If you want to know, avoid Google, come to us. It's called Cyrus Says. Get new episodes every Monday and Thursday on the IVM podcast app, website or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's simple as A, B, oh God, what comes after that?